Okay, I'm here with Renee Meinholtz from Life Choices in Burlington. It's an organization that we're pretty familiar with, but I asked her just to give us a quick update on some of the latest things that are going on uh, over at Life Choices. Hey, Renee, it's great to talk with you. Can you give us a quick update on what you guys have been up to? So the latest, I'm sure you know, is the clinic that we opened in March. And so that has been opened and we just... The, our nurse manager just finished all of her 75 scans and is now signed off and completely trained by our RDMS sonographer that trained her. So now we're, we'll be moving into her getting her staff trained. So now she'll have two st- uh, volunteer nurses under her. And so she'll be, we'll be working to train them. For the time being, it's only been one, one day a week that she's been working. Um, We've been seeing an uptick since we opened and since all the new um, happenings in Wisconsin with Planned Parenthood saying they're going to resume doing abortions, even though the law is still that they can't. So that's been a big thing now. Um, It's in the news and everything. So, Everything's going good on that front. We're open. We have all our medical malpractice, our staff, everything in there. So that nine months has been rough. (laughs) This has been the hardest thing we've done, but we're open now. And and I think this is this is a good stepping stone. We're, we're going to be smooth sailing from now on. And we've seen a lot more clients come through our door now because of this, because it adds a, another element. Um, we are so busy on the resource side. Uh, we're still, I've got 28 single moms on my roster right now that come probably once a week and all kinds of girls. We have about 25 volunteers. So we go between them volunteering to help with the kids. And I'm seeing that um, that's just as important because we're focusing a little bit on the Thrive in Five. I learned this weekend on my um, conference that 90% of a child's brain is done by the time they're five. And so uh, is developed by the time they're five. So we really feel like helping their mom and then getting the volunteers in spending time with these children is a, a plus for them for education, because if we don't teach them how to interact with your children before they're five, we're sending a lot of children out into the world with, with that missing piece. And a single mom doesn't have time to do all that. And so we want to give them the tools we can to help them through that time. So I think things are going really good. The gal is coming up in the, on the 8th in November here. And um, we've just seen a lot of growth. I'm real happy with how God has been blessing us and in that. That's great. So when, when you say you see 28 moms a week or thereabouts, can you just yeah. paint, a, paint a picture for us a little bit of what that looks like? So on Monday nights, we have what our group education class. So when a girl comes in and they go through our intake process, they can start 
and do education just one-on-one with me, making appointments and coming to see me. Or we have what's called Mighty Moms, which is the group class, which is a support group for single moms. So not only do they come and I send them curriculum through text um, online and stuff, they can do that out of their home and they can continue to get um, education that way. They can come on Monday nights and we have a variety of, of volunteers and speakers that come in that that talk about budgeting and life skills and breastfeeding and, and just a whole bunch of different things that go together to give these girls a, a holistic, let me see, a toolbox per se, that gives them the tools they need to be successful in their parenting journey. Um, we're realizing that these girls like connection. They like to be together. So we're seeing that that's helping them in their relationships and relating to one another, helping each other, moving along, being collaborative. And one of them needs babysitting. They can help each other do that. Uh, You know, I think it's important to develop a village. And I think that's what we always say. Raising kids takes a village, but nobody tells you where that village, where to find it, (laughs) you know, basically. So that's great. Um, so it sounds like you've been growing, which is awesome. And I'm sure there's a lot of great things that are coming with that. What is one of the biggest challenges that, that growth brings? Um, the, the greatest challenge that growth brings is finding, and I'm sure that you being in the ministry or being a pastor at one time, understand this, the more you grow, the more volunteer and more people you need to come in and f- help help with that. Where we all know that, that they come on for a time or volunteers are just that volunteers, you know. So getting people to really commit to come in and and walk the long haul with these girls and be committed. That's and and train them and volunteer. I mean. I, I'm getting the point now where I realize that I have to train more of me. Um, I can't do it all. I can't. I have to train volunteers and mentors and people and staff that can come on alongside and, and do this. Even though I enjoy this group class and it's my heart and my passion, I think eventually I'm going to have to have two classes and maybe even more, and that's going to take more than I can do. And so I need to have trainings and all of that comes with time and money and curriculum and people doing that. So that's one of the hardest things. Uh, Again, another thing is the marketing and, and that's always been kind of a bane in our existence, but we're starting to see that change as we work to getting our website tweaked and we keep working on you know getting involved in the community and getting more our name out there I think our name is starting to be heard more I think we're starting to become more of an open community uh, organization where people like yeah I know where that is instead of I've never heard of you before you know so that's right mm -hmm. that's great Okay. I won't keep you much longer. I I just wanted to check in in quick, but could you just um, 
if we wrap up by just sharing maybe one recent story, a story that uh, of, of that just kind of helps people understand and paints the picture of the work that you guys are doing? Sure. Um, so there is a young girl that's been with me quite a long time and she has three, three kids and she has been a little gun shy. She, she had a young, a baby and came in and again, after being gone for a long time and she just was stuck in that perpetual spin cycle where she just kept doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. And now we have, she's finished her, we got her into gateway. She got her um, cosmetology. She finished, she graduated. um, She's getting a job and I am seeing like finally growth and transformation where I see what we've given her and, moving forward, I see that as a, as a full circle. So now she comes to class and she's doing it, but she's doing it because she wants to help the other women and she wants to still be a part, but she wants to give back. So I see her going to school and her doing that. And I see the difference in her, in her kids as well. I see that as, you know, they're calmer their life's more peaceful. It's not easier by any means. Is it easy? A single mom's life's never easy, but she feels more supported. And so in, in that she's not as fearful to take steps and do things in her life. So that's great. What, one other question that I thought of is, as you were saying that, where is the um, I mean, I know, I know you're um, a Christian with a strong faith. How does that yes, in- inform your work or how, um, how directly do you talk about those things with moms? Okay. How does that, how does that work? So that I just had this um, conversation with our board and I've said this from day one for me, the main, the main reason I do this is it gives me an open door to speak about Jesus. And without Jesus being a part of this ministry, I wouldn't be a part of this ministry because you cannot plug the holes in a girl's life without helping her find that. That is the only success. So I talked about a little of this girl that went back to college. Another part of that transformation is that she got, she's going to church and she's getting into a church family and making those steps. Um, They come, there's a lot of girls that come in the door and they say, we don't believe in a higher power. We don't believe in God, but after coming for many, many times, they start to ask questions and pretty soon I'm getting phone calls. Will you pray for me? Will you, I have this going on in my life and it goes from, I don't believe to, I think I kind of sort of believe now. And I kind of, I see a difference in the people who do it. So then though that door slowly gets opened and I've seen people, I have prayed with people on their knees and said, you know what, if you serve, you know, if you give your life to Christ, I mean, life's not going to be easier, but you're not going to be alone. 
you're going to be able to, you're going to have the strength that you need to move past that, Mm -hmm. this stuff. And you're going to, you're going to have somebody you can reach out to. And there's a reason for the hurt and the stuff down the line. And so I think Jesus is life choices without Jesus. I shut the door. I, I cease to be the director here because that is my main reason for wanting to do this abortion. Yes. I want to save babies, but if we don't save the mom, we don't get them into heaven. There's no point in saving anybody. Mm. You know, we're only here for a couple little many years and then where are we going to spend eternity, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate, I appreciate you saying that. I, I know that it's always, um, with organizations that that you, you want to be have an open door and to reach people and uh, yeah every organization Absolutely. handles that a little a little bit differently just in terms of how they how they share yeah. the faith component and those things but in your case it's it's really you know the team is so small that it can just be really personal in that way yes. which I think works and really it well. is and it's not something I mean of course we don't bash them in the head with the Bible when they walk in I mean you can't sure. do that you okay. have to show them you your belief you got to show them how it's it's transformed you. I mean, we're examples to them. And that's how you get that into your life. I can't just walk, they walk through to hi, I'm Renee. Hey, do you know Jesus? Like they're going to walk right back out. Right. But they never ever cease to hear us talk about him. Right. Or pray for them. And I've never had a girl turn me down. I, I pray for everybody that walks through the door. I have not had one person say no, thank you. Right. They let me pray for them. Yep. So that's great. That's great. Well, I'll let you go, Renee. I just wanted to get a quick okay. update. Um, I really appreciate you taking a few minutes. Yes, uh, th- no problem. Thanks for everything that you're doing, and uh, I'm going to sure. pray for you. I'm going to pray for you real quick, and then um, awesome. Thank you. God, thank you for Renee for Life Choices for the work that they're doing uh, for babies and for for moms. Lord, thank you for yes, the love in Renee's heart and. Um, the way that that is, that transformation is um, that she's spreading that to others. God, we pray your continued blessing um, on that work. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Yeah. Have a thanks. great day. You too. Yep. Bye-bye.